Welcome to Design Your Happy Life Podcast, where you will learn to love yourself more, have greater confidence, get rid of limiting beliefs, and design the life of your dreams on your terms. Love life your way at Design Your Happy Life Coaching. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining in the first podcast of Design Your Happy Life Coaching. Uh, My name is Lisa Rittenhouse, and I am here to take you on a journey. So if you have been feeling stuck or tired or super stressed with life, and you know you're not living the life of your dreams, but that is your desire, then I am going to help give you the tools that you need to truly love yourself, because that is the very first key to having the life of your dreams, to boost your confidence increase your productivity, and discover your self-worth. These are key ingredients in having the life that you love. So um, different ways that I'm going to go about doing this is like helping you eliminate your limiting beliefs, um, develop routines, uh, incorporate creativity somehow into your days, um, self-care, Um, This could look like meditation for some of you. It might be taking walks. It might be creating art. There's so many different ways that you can take care of yourself that you might not even realize. So many things that you would love to do that would light your light up your life up and and you don't even know. So we are going to make that happen. Um, So let me tell you a little bit about why it is that I can help you? Because you're probably thinking, well, I've never heard of this person. What can they do for me? Why are they even qualified to help? Um, So I am a certified master life coach and limiting beliefs practitioner uh, who is just passionate about helping others to design a life of their dreams. I was a teacher for 13 years in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. I also have experience as an online counselor. I'm a current writer And I dabble in art just for fun. Um, It'd be really cool one day to just have an art studio and have that be what I do. But I would have to definitely have classes so I can still help people because helping people is my true passion. So uh, that's why I'm doing this right now. And I'm so glad that you're here to join me. Um, A little more about me. I am a mom and a wife. And I love my family, including my little puppy dogs, more than anything. A fun fact, I can wiggle my nose just like Samantha on Bewitched, but with very different results. (laughs) So um, just a little bit about my journey. Um, When we we were teachers in the suburbs of D.C., like I'd mentioned, um, and then we decided to move back to um, West Central Pennsylvania, where we grew up. I did marry my high school sweetheart, so we've been on a long journey together. Um, We moved home, and even with master's degrees, our teaching licenses were not reciprocal from Virginia to Pennsylvania. So I kind of became in this place where, okay, I've either got to have, I'm going to have to go back to school um, in order to get my credentials for Pennsylvania, or I'm going to have to do something else. So... I was kind of at a crossroads and I wasn't really sure. Um, and, and a little bit about my personal like self-confidence. I went from having people tell me to tone down what I was doing because, because yes, I was an overachiever and 
a huge perfectionist um, to almost having no confidence at all. So there was a huge disconnect that I didn't discover until I found myself at that crossroads. Like, do I go back to school? Which at the time, my daughter was starting kindergarten, and I really didn't want to go back, especially when I I felt it was redundant. Like, I had a successful career. I had my master's degree. I was really angry that that was the only path I had here. Um, or was I going to do something totally new? So that first year that we were back, um, I helped take care of my grandma. I got my daughter, you know, into her first year of school and I, I was room mom. I helped out at the school whenever I could. And, um, I sort of began, um, trying to do some writing and, so that it was really just kind of a hodgepodge of let's, let's get through this. Um, we ended up moving almost a year after that, not too far, but again, um, I, I had moved many States away a year before, and now I moved again and I was getting lonely without a job and coworkers, at least having coworkers to talk to. Um, you know, my friends were all in Virginia I had made a few friends when I came back, reconnected with a few, but no, it was nothing like what I was used to. You know, we weren't hanging out. We weren't talking on the phone. And it was also kind of a time where people quit talking on the phone and texting became a thing. And I don't enjoy texting near as much as I enjoy talking. So um, I was feeling pretty lonely and loneliness can do bad things to a person. So I went from having lots of caring, loving friends to having almost none. I was depressed, but I didn't even realize it. Um, But I knew something wasn't quite right. And so I started working on self-improvement, something that I very incorrectly had thought before uh, only certain people needed. You know, certainly I wouldn't need that. I'm, I'm successful and I love life and but you know what? Everybody needs it. Um, they just don't know it. So I started working on myself and I had one epiphany after another for months. Um, my husband must have been so sick of me saying, I had an epiphany today. And it would be something that I saw in myself that I didn't particularly like. <laughs> um, one example is uh, what I had perceived in myself as confidence Um, looking back at past situations, I realized others were perceiving me as being full of myself or trying to be better than others. And that was never my intent, especially when I was teaching. My intent was always to be the, like a better version of myself than I was the day before. Um, so I, before I had my daughter, I did all kinds of extra things with my classes, And I can see now how that was kind of looking like I was full of myself or trying to do more than others. And it really wasn't. It was, it was just what lit me up and what kept me going. Um, But that's not how I came off because I was not a good communicator. I thought I was, I was not. And that was hard to have all these realizations and not be anywhere near these people to even let them know, oh, hey, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I was like that. I'm better now. Let's be friends again. Um, it, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. So that was just one like quick little example. But 
Um, it shows how I was living a life going through the motions of how I thought I needed to be in order to be accepted by others, but I was actually sabotaging myself because I was never really being true to myself. Um, So I'm not going to go too deep here on the first episode, but you will learn more little bits about my journey as we go, because I feel like if I share the parts of my journey, especially the ones that were really difficult for me with you, then you might be able to see some of those things in yourself. You may realize some parts of you that you would like to change, and I would love to be able to help you with that. So I have been taking this journey for over a decade, and I will continue on this journey forever. And some of you are thinking now, wow, she wants to help me, but she's not even at the end of her journey. No, that, yeah, I know what you're thinking, but here's the thing. Uh, Let me explain it really simply for you. Can you take a shower once and be clean for the rest of your life? How about taking one vitamin? Will you be healthy forever? Can you lift weights once and have a sculpted body forever? No, no, and no. So you know you have to keep taking showers. You have to keep taking vitamins. You have to keep lifting weights even after you're sculpted just the way you want or you can't maintain that look. You have to keep going. Self-improvement is the same way and it can be so much fun. Like I want to keep going with this forever. And if you think there's nothing wrong with you, don't think of it as self-improvement. Think of it as self-care. Think of it as self-love. Those are different things, but it will help you to think of it that way so that you can start enjoying life more. Um, So how can I help you right now? So right now, you can keep coming back and listening to the podcast. I would so much appreciate you being here. You can join my VIP group on Facebook. Follow my Instagram and Facebook pages. They are both called Design Your Happy Life Coaching. You'll be able to find the VIP groups from there. Um, You can sign up for one-on-one coaching with me. If you're interested, you just go to um, either one of my socials, Insta or Facebook, and connect with me there by sending me a DM, or you can go to my website, designyourhappylifecoaching.com, and you can connect with me there. Um, And I have some very exciting news. I will be opening up a membership soon, so you want to stay tuned for details. Make sure you connect with me one way or another or come back here so that you'll have those details when they are ready. So that's it for today. I don't want these to be long. I don't want you to feel like, oh my gosh, she's talking forever. So I will be keeping them short. And I just want to thank you for coming today. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Design Your Happy Life podcast. And thank you for being a part of my community. With love, gratitude, and wishes for a beautiful life, this has been a production of Lisa Rittenhouse and Design Your Happy Life Coaching.